Greetings, everyone. Welcome. I'm Reverend Anna Jones, and I want to thank everybody for joining this evening. We are all here gathered tonight for the Archangel Michael Global Transmission. And uh, for those of you who are new, and there's many, many new people that uh, signed up this month, so welcome. Um, I've been doing this transmissions for a long time now, um, several years, in fact. Um, I'm an interfaith minister and a modern-day mystic, um, and I've been uh, a conscious trans channel for uh, delivering messages from the angels uh, since um, at least when I began doing lay on of hands healing at the age of 14, there's much more about me that you can read on my bio, um, which is on my website where you signed up at AnnaJonesOnline.com. So I invite you all to do so. And um, also in the podcast, the Celestial Voice podcast, uh, the introductions to these transmissions oftentimes also introduce you myself and I invite you to listen to some of those podcasts and to some of those introductions in order to learn more find out more because I won't be speaking too much about myself or my background this evening um, it is uh, this is a series that we're in and so it's my intention to not have um, these monthly uh, sessions in this series of global transmissions uh, to be too long in nature um, and to give the majority of time for the transmission itself. That said, um, because you are all new to my work, um, there may be certain things every month that I need to say. First of all, uh, just to explain the series, um, I felt called uh, to do this series um, in my meditation experiences, feeling called by Archangel Michael to um basically allow for longer amounts of time spread out over a seven month period uh, for these profound messages and teachings uh, that he's been uh, giving through the, the the work that I do and just allowing myself to be an instrument, allowing myself to, to be a channel, allowing my voice to be uh, the, 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 the vocal por portion of the transmission to come through my voice, basically. Um, it's not a message coming from me. It's a message coming through me. Uh, there's a guided process that the angels gave me years and years ago uh, that I've worked with ever since. Um, I've been an interfaith minister since 1993. I've been doing this work professionally, however, before then, uh, since 1990 professionally. But then again, my history goes back uh, all the way back into my teenage years and into my childhood as far as my, my long history of, of working with the angels and, and feeling uh, called by them, um, feeling as if I'm, I'm, I'm hearing them guiding me, uh, etc. Um, so the guidance I received was to um, put together a seventh month uh, transmission series for 2022 from, solst from the summer solstice to the winter solstice. And so this is the second um, month in the series, and it's always going to be on the 21st. Uh, so if you haven't marked your calendars yet, uh, please be sure that you do. Um, it'll be on the 21st of August that there'll be the next transmission, the 21st of September, October, November, December. The winter solstice is when this when this series of transmissions will end, which will be on December 21st, 2022. Um, so tonight, 
there's not any special um, astronomical, cosmological, um, you know, planetary uh, events or energies that I'm aware of or that I know of. I mean, there's always things going on in those in those regards, but nothing like the solstices or the equinoxes. Um, or sometimes even uh, special moons or sometimes special, um, you know, eclipses or things like that, that oftentimes these, these transmissions fall on. Um, so I don't have anything of that nature like I did last month to speak about uh, here in the introduction. So I'll just uh, share a few announcements and then get into talking about um, the process that we're going to use for this evening and the questions, the questions that I have that are actually part of that process. So, um, so uh, a few few announcements. Um, the, the the Archangel Michael Study Group is something that um, is separate from these free global transmissions, um, and the podcasts go out uh, to everybody who signs up for these free global transmissions. So, um, in about we usually take you know five to seven, sometimes it can take as many as 10, depending upon what's going on with my assistant schedule and my own um, to, to get everything processed, to get the recordings processed uh, and to put an audio recording up on the Celestial Voice podcast that is also free. Um, so the recording, in case you need to leave early or anything like that, uh, the recording is going to be available within the next, you know, five, seven, ten days. Uh, and I'll email out an email to everybody once that podcast has been posted. Um, or you can sign up to it on iTunes and follow it. Uh, Celestial Voice podcast with Anna Jones uh, is what you would look for when you go to iTunes um, and follow it on there because you'll get um, a, a, a notice uh, if you um, have iTunes and you get notices from them, uh, you would get a notice that it, it's been posted before I would even get a chance uh, to email out that notice. So um, if you're if you're wanting to get it right away, that's what usually one of the best ways of doing it, plus one of the easiest ways to, uh, to listen to it on mobile devices. The Celestial Voice podcast, however, on my website, um, on the podcast page of the website, all of the previous uh, years, um, the, the last year and the year before last where I did a series are up there. And then just like, like a sprinkling of others from past years, uh, there, there's so many I have in my archive from, from past, past years that I actually plan on putting up there at some point in time. But right now I'm just focusing on putting um, the messages that are in the series, the monthly series from this year and then the ones from last year and the year before. There were also a series of transmissions there. Uh, they're all messages from Archangel Michael that are deeply profound and they're timeless wisdom. So I encourage you to listen to it, download it if you'd like as a free download. So the transmissions, the, 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 the Celestial Voice podcast, but then there's the Archangel Michael study group. You'll find out about that on the events page of AnnaJonesOnline.com. So if you click on events, you'll see a very full, <laughs> right now my events calendar is very, very full. Um, and uh, you'll see that the Archangel Michael study group takes place on the second Tuesday of every month. So the transmission from tonight on the 21st um, is then studied. So uh, there will be, um, the podcast is then taken. So the free podcast for everybody is then taken and turned into a transcript. And then there's a separate uh, study group for working with that transcript and working with these messages uh, that's held on the, the second Tuesday of every month during this duration. So you'll see about that on the events page 
um, if you're interested. It is a class type of format, and um, there is a class fee that's associated with the study group um, if you wanted to join and participate in that. But it's totally optional, um, and people get an, an enormous amount out of it if you do uh, are interested, uh, but these transmissions, they stand alone as being very, very, very profound. Um, another announcement that is while you're up on the events page uh, of, of my site, uh, take a look. Uh, there's a, there's, there is a very uh, active summer um, and fall schedule starting to shape up uh, for me. So just kind of share a few of those things for you all. Um, there's uh, tomorrow uh, a brand new, um, it, tomorrow is the celebration, the worldwide celebration of the Feast of Mary Magdalene. And, um, and, and I've led Magdalene Circle many times. Some of you probably have participated in those groups. Um, and this is a brand new two-day mini retreat that's also going to be recorded video, audio. You don't have to attend live. Uh, you can get the video recordings and the audio recordings sent to you called Magdalene the Mystic. Um, and I wouldn't have planned to put these two back to back like this. It just happens that uh, these are the dates and that's where the dates uh, fell in, into, into sequence. Um, but you'll find out more information about that also. Um, and then also on the event, events page, uh, you'll see that I'm going to be uh, training in the energy healing um, methodologies and techniques of Reiki, training and certifying people here in California next month. That's happening. Um, and then I'm getting ready to put up on the events page. It's not quite there yet, but it will be up on the event page next week that um, there is a free um, conference, a free summit that I've participated in that um, I'll be letting you all know uh, and, and sharing far and wide with all of you uh, with the SHIFT Network. I was contacted by the SHIFT Network, uh, which um, is very well known uh, nationally and internationally uh, for the Body, Mind, Spirit uh, webinars, uh, conferences, summits, uh, et cetera, web, web classes, Etc. Um, uh, to be in their um, Mystics uh, 2022 summit, and I was interviewed for that last week. And that interview uh, will be part of that summit in the week of August. Uh, the I believe it's the I think it's the eighth, something like that. Eighth, uh, ninth, or tenth is when my particular one will be. But anyway, I will be uh, also putting that up on the website and letting everybody know uh, because it's 30 mystics from um, a, a far and wide uh, crossing traditions. Um, and I'm very excited uh, about that and to share that all uh, with you uh, because I do think that it's a, a very profound subject for this time. Um, in fact, I asked questions uh, to Archangel Michael, and one of the questions that I have, um, excuse me, I'm looking at my one of the recorders here before I get into this, there's uh, some problem or something that's happening with the backup recording, and I do wanna make sure that we have a backup recording, so just bear with me real quickly here um, while I check on this and try to get it operational. So sorry, but I do want to make sure we have a backup recording. But I think what I'm doing is going to get it operating here. So just real quickly. Okay, let me try it now. No, still saying no. Sorry, everybody. Bear with me here. Let's see if this fixes it. 
Hold on. Let's try again. Okay. All right. It seems to be working now. Thank you. Thank you for your patience. Appreciate that. All right. So I was diving in with questions. So every month, um, the part of the process is to uh, come forward with, with questions. So um, one of my questions for me personally, um, so I'll have my personal questions and then study group, Archangel Michael study group members get to submit questions too. So I got questions from two study group members that I'm also going to ask on behalf of all of us. They're questions that benefit everyone. Um, then knowing the answer to these questions would be helpful for uh, for for the world, actually, uh, because these are global transmissions that are really meant and designed to help everyone. And during this time, Archangel Michael is also doing a lot of light uh, work and energy work with us and with the planet. So, um, uh, but but the questions are an important part of it. So I, I was thinking about this theme, the Mystic, um, because I had just put together uh, the Magdalene the Mystic program and just been starting to uh, in, be in the process of rolling it out when just out of the blue, I was contacted um, by the Shift Network to do the Mystic Summit. And I thought, okay, there's a theme going on here, not just for me, but because of what I'm, I'm tuning into the, the, the world needs and the world is is interested in um, and the movement towards uh, towards spirituality and a deeper uh, personal spiritual connection that's not necessarily religious per se. So I wanted to just throw out there and ask Archangel Michael if there's anything that he would like to share with us about that, um, about the, 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 the need for personal mysticism or the path of the mystic, or if there's anything about this um, kind of growing trend that's going on in the world where people are interested in growing deeper in their spiritual path, but not necessarily in a way that is specifically religious, not saying religion doesn't still have enormous interest in, in a place in our world, but um, there is this growing movement uh, just more and more, and especially amongst young people, uh, all ages, all ages, all backgrounds of people uh, interested in that direct personal relationship with the divine, which is the path of the mystic. So, um, yeah, so if you wanted to share with any uh, anything further about that. Um, also, I ask him every time to uh, give us an update on energies that we're experiencing, um, any new energies that may be coming in, anything that uh, he wants to help us with, wants us to know about, about integrating the energies that have been, um, that, that, that we've been experiencing, uh, new energies, etc. So I always ask him those kind of questions. Uh, for years now, he's been talking about the quickening, he's been talking about the shift of the ages, this great time of transformation. Last month, in the message last month, he had certain themes. Uh, again, you can listen to that on the podcast. Um, I titled it because of his theme from last month. I titled it Crisis Convergence. And it um, doesn't feel to me as if any, any of that crisis convergence has resolved itself yet. Um, and he gave us some profound wisdom in that message that's on the podcast uh, called Crisis Convergence. Um, 
he gave us some profound wisdom in working with the virtues and working with just other things to help us uh, at, at this time, um, and especially uh, integration and keeping the heart open, which he uh, has said um, uh, even prior to last month, building up to the last month in the winter solstice transmission that I did and in the spring equinox transmission, that um, keeping the heart open would be continuing a theme that he would be wanting to speak about, which he has spoken through many, many messages over the years on how to keep our hearts open and open our hearts further, heal our hearts, etc. So I'd like to welcome him to say anything further about that, anything further about the crisis convergence and keeping our heart open, anything further about his theme that he he's announced. I didn't ask him this, um, that uh, his key word uh, for the year, last year was emergence, this year is integration. So um, really, really curious where he wants to go with that. If he wants to speak more about that tonight, then please um, asking him to uh, enlighten us more. Uh, if there's anything further he wants to share with us on that topic, uh, and, and if so, to, to, to please to please do so, to please do so. So those are my personal questions. Um, and then one other question that got submitted from a study group member, which has come up before, it's been asked in previous series, but it's such an important question that I, um, I, I think it's good to ask again because we can always learn more about this. Um, and it has to do with on the subject of keeping our hearts open and the subject of how to open our hearts, heal our hearts, keep them open. Um, it has to do with protection. If there's any uh, additional ways uh, other than things that he's described in the past, things that are upon older messages in the podcast about um, protection, uh, if there's any new ways or additional insight or additional wisdom he wants to share. For example, um, the uh, specific teaching that he's given on connection is our greatest protection um, and if he could just go a little deeper so the question that's being asked is on the subject of connection being our greatest protection can he go a little deeper in explaining how that works and can he go a little deeper in explaining um, maybe ways for us to do that, uh, recognize that, um, etc. So it's such a big, important question. I think we always can learn more about that subject that I decide that I put that one in there too. And then these other questions here that I'm going to read off are um, uh, a few, but not all, but, but the few that were sent by another one of the study group members. <clears throat> One is, is, are there signs that can indicate to us when our hearts and minds are aligned? You have spoken, she's asking, she's referring to Archangel Michael, you have spoken about harsh judgments, criticism, and, or other harming or self, other harming of ourselves or others as signs of being out of alignment. But what does alignment look like? Is there more we can look for or know? So, um, yeah, how do we recognize when we're in alignment? Uh, he's kind of identified uh, when we're out of alignment and what to look for for signs that we're out. Okay. All right. So that's that question. And then um, can you say more? This is another one of her questions. So can you say more? He's referring to Archangel Michael here. Can you say more about who, who, I'm sorry, can you say more about how we use the power of the virtues? This is another theme he's been speaking about, and I also welcome this question also welcomes him to speak more about the subject of the virtues. So can you say more about how we use the power of the virtues? 
when we're in the middle of something where a virtue would be beneficial, how do we draw from that well? Because he's been referring to them as like this divine well of energy that we can just tap into. He says, how do we infuse ourselves with the virtue and bring it forth? Is it a thought or a breath technique? Do we need to work with it a lot ahead of time, integrate it in order to be able to use it effectively? So basically how to go, uh, how to use those virtues and draw that energy in is the kind of the essence of that particular question. And then there's this question, again, submitted by the study group member. Um, there's so much going on. Is it wise to set boundaries on the information we pay attention to? If so, how do we know when we are being wise versus unconsciously pushing information away, tuning in, it out? Is there a test we can give ourselves to determine if we are unconsciously responding in fear versus letting energies move in and through us in an appropriate way? So that seems like a pertinent, important question for um, this uh, modern day uh, time that he's been uh, referring to as a time of crisis convergence. So. Um, so that's the questions for tonight. Uh, that doesn't mean he's going to adhere to them. It actually doesn't mean that he's going to be following them or answering them. Um, I won't have time um, to take everybody's uh, questions, uh, but uh, I, I appreciate uh, the, the the message, Kathy, in the in the in the chat. Welcome. Uh, we're glad that you're here. Um, I won't have time to have anybody uh, use the the chat room right now. The time and place to do that will be after we're finished. So. Um, and I definitely won't have time to take any questions until the end, uh, just for those of you who, who may be thinking, oh, maybe I'll type a question in there. Uh, it, it's, uh, this is a very um, you know, focused thing. Uh, there's a lot that I have to do to just uh, align my energies and get energetically aligned. And I'm just uh, very sensitive, even when a lot's going on in the chat, there's energy moving, right? So um, I want us to focus on the energy, uh, the way that I'll be guiding it. And then we can, um, you know, make questions, put comments, uh, say say goodbye. In fact, before I invite everybody to kind of all chime in and say goodbye through the chat, I'll have asked first, uh, once I'm finished with the transmission, I'll ask first if there's any questions or comments um, that people want to make, and we'll do it that way, okay? All right. Um, so that's it. I think we're going to start through, now that we put the questions out there, uh, the step-by-step -step process. So the angels years ago gave me a process to guide everybody in, and you'll get the most out of it, the most healing, the most energy, the most, uh, you know, uh, feeling sometimes of his energy, of his presence with you. People say that sometimes they feel like he's literally speaking directly to them, to him, to them um, even though, uh, you know, there's many people who can have that experience at once, and that's another beautiful thing about uh, the way that these these amazing beings of light uh, that, that the angels of the archangels are work. So uh, so if you, you if you participate in the whole process and don't just listen or watch as an observer, but actually follow the steps that I'm going to guide you through and stay in that meditative state and receive the transmission in the meditative state, there's so much more that you can receive. There's so much more that you'll receive it on a whole other level other than just through the mind or just through the ways that the the, the, the senses are, 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 are filtering. So um, I'm going to encourage you to participate in every step of the way uh, with me as I guide us through this, okay? All right, so let's get ready. So we're going to get ourselves in a position in a place that's comfortable. 
I want you to go ahead and get yourself ready for that. I'm gonna have a drink of water while you do. All right. A nice comfortable position. It's okay if you're laying down. Just if you're really tired and you're really sleeping, you think you might fall asleep by going deep, then you might want to sit up for the meditation. Okay? Because this is an invocation. Um, it includes invoking Archangel Michael and includes invoking the divine light, the divine love energy uh, for, for all of us. Um, and it's going to be a very, very deep experience for all of us. So, right, so then we're going to close our eyes. After we're in our comfort position, we're closing our eyes. And then we're going to begin by taking a long, slow, deep breath in order to center ourselves. In fact, let's do a few more long, slow, deep breaths, just as grounding, centering, letting go of everything around us. Everything from our day, just letting the breath help release and relax deep within us. Just taking some long, slow, deep breaths. Now I'm gonna guide us through a praise chant. And the words are, Mikael, 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 Adonai Elohim, Adonai Eloheinu, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. And this is one pronunciation out of many, many pronunciations of Archangel Michael's name that invokes the Archangel Michael and it invokes all the qualities of the divine, because Adonai Elohim are names, Hebrew names for God, and Adonai Eloheinu also ancient Hebrew names for God. And even where we're using the name Mikael El is an ancient name for, in the Hebrew tradition for God. So we're invoking all that is God's energy, and we're starting to connect to it through this praise chant which is also an expression of love and a connection to love and connection through love. I'll just join and start and you can join in with me whenever you feel like it, or you can just participate by silently joining in. Make it. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. 
from the praising to the asking. This is a more formal invocation prayer that I'm going to guide us through the steps of, and I want you to just silently or out loud join me as I take us through the steps. You're all muted. The first step is to silently, in whatever way feels right to you, to call upon the presence of divine love and divine light. And then let's all ask to be protected and connected by divine love and divine light. In fact, let's ask to be connected in a circle of love and a circle of light. Let's see and visualize and set the intention that we are all a part of a circle of light and circle of love. No matter where we are, in whatever time zone, or whatever part of the world, our energies are intertwined. We're uniting our light at this time. And as we unite our light with each other and with the earth, 
Our light is united in a circle with Archangel Michael. And so let's specifically now call upon Archangel Michael silently in this prayer invocation. Call upon him by name in whatever way feels right to you. Ask for his presence to be fully with you personally, as well as for his presence to be fully with us in this circle of light that we've joined in here tonight and at any time in which we are participating in this. And ask for his presence to be fully present on earth with the planet, with all beings. We're asking for that connection to grow stronger for that relationship with Archangel Michael through this transmission today and every day to grow stronger. And let's continue in our prayer to ask him, ask him to speak tonight regarding any of these questions that have been asked. If there's any of these questions that he wishes to answer or give us more details about. Let's just ask for these answers to come through in a way that's for the highest good of everyone. And then let's silently give him permission to speak freely to us about anything that he feels is for our highest good and for the highest good of all. So we really want to give him that permission, that full free will permission to speak to us freely about whatever he feels is for our highest good. And then we'll finish the prayer process with gratitude. And so we're moving on to thanking. So I want you to feel first and foremost gratitude in your heart for the Archangel Michael and all of the roles that he plays in our lives and for humanity and for all beings on earth. The roles that are known to us and unknown to us. Just all the ways that he is present all the time and all that he is and all that he does, again, known and unknown to us, let's just take this opportunity to give thanks. And then a gratitude prayer directly to the divine. So let's just take a moment and give our hearts in gratitude for all of the blessings of life, the blessings in our life and the blessing of life itself, any and all things that we have as blessings and that we have to be grateful for. That comes to your mind and comes to your heart right now to send it out directly to the divine as, as your prayer of gratitude tonight.
Now we're finished with the thanking and we're gonna move now into the receiving. So I want you to deepen your breathing, let yourself relax even more now. I want you to relax into a quiet, meditative listening state and remain in silent meditation all throughout the message. That's gonna give you your greatest and best experience from the transmission to receive it all on the level that he wishes to transmit it. So I'm gonna go deeper now also. I'm gonna go deeper now into my silent meditation and into the trance state until the next words will be the vocal part of the transmission coming through. From my heart to your heart, I speak this message. It is I, the Archangel Michael, asking to be heard, asking to be heard not just by your mind, but by your heart to listen not only with your ears, but with your heart. I will begin this message tonight in response to one of the questions that has been asked. Quite specifically, the question about how to know and what it is like when the mind and the heart are in alignment with each other. It's not a thought. The experience is not a feeling in the way that you think of feelings being emotions. It is a feeling in another way, however because there's so much more that you have the capability of feeling that is not just emotion. You have the ability to feel through your spirit, feel with your soul. And that type of feeling 
the soul level feeling, the spirit level feeling. It is not just an emotional feeling. There are a finite number of emotions that human beings feel, all of you. There are many emotions. And so many when they combine with each other and create dynamic com combinations of emotional interactions and exchanges that are all beautiful and that are all a part of the human journey in their own way somehow on some level. But beyond the emotional feelings, there's a whole other level of feeling. There's so much more that you are feeling, all of you. Sometimes you emote that so that you can move that energy in a way that it can be expressed and verbalized. But beyond the ability to emote it, beyond the emotional feelings, you have the ability to feel, to feel energy as it is, to feel presence as it is. And so what I'm going to speak about in regards to answering this question, there are limited words in your language to describe and limited capabilities of the mind to comprehend it. So I will use the word presence. Not present in the meaning of time, like when you think of present day time. I'm speaking of something that is timeless, ultimately. the being that you are. The essence that you are. The spirit, the soul that you are. Which has presence and is a presence. You are a presence. It's not just what you can aspire to. It's not just what you can connect with as a soul, as a spirit. You are a presence, an eternal presence. The I am that is within you that some have even named and titled the I am presence. 
this presence. It is who you are. And you all experience it. You cannot not be the presence that you are. But it doesn't mean that you are aware of it. You cannot stop being a presence in the lives of others. You cannot stop being a presence in this world. You cannot stop being a presence that matters, that makes a difference. That is not a choice that can be made because it's who you are. It's a whole other way of realizing the soul. Realizing, remembering your presence, honoring it, respecting the presence that you are, the meaningful, valuable, worthy, deserving, loving presence that you are. Your presence is sacred. Not one amongst you is unworthy. Not one amongst you is undeserving on this level. On this level of your sacred soul presence. When you glimpse this presence, you see it as your light. When you feel on the emotional level, this presence that you are and this presence in others, you feel it as the virtuous energies, especially as love. But you also have the ability to just be it and feel all within that beingness of your presence. And that gets into the realm of what I have described as the love that knows no bounds. The love that has no words. The light that casts no shadow. The 
that lives and resides in you and through you and through your presence. With a light that knows no limits. But when you act and serve and do and work and live and relate in the world in all of the myriad of dynamic ways that you do, you can forget this presence and lose awareness of it, even though it is never lost to you. It is just the awareness of it that is lost. When the mind and the heart are in right relationship, in right alignment, or I should say harmonic alignment, is a better word to use with each other, the ways that they are intended, created to be. The awareness comes. The awareness is there. The awareness of your presence and your ability through that awareness to remain in your presence. To remain in that consciousness. Some call it soul realization. Self-awareness. Tonight I am calling it presence. To also help with answering some of the other questions that I intend to answer tonight. Because the teachings that I have to share about presence interconnect and integrate them all. When you are aware and you are in your presence, the mind and the heart are in alignment. Does this mean that you have no emotions or that you are emotionless? No. You can feel many emotions. They just have no control over you. They are not in control of you. You are feeling them. You are experiencing them. You are expressing them. You are engaging in the fullness of those experiences. But they are not in control of you. You can have a myriad of thoughts on the multiple layers of the mind, the tracks of the mind, so to speak. As there's not just one track of thought, but many, many, many 
tracks of thought that can all happen at the same time within the mind. When you are in your presence, in the awareness of your presence, acting, doing, feeling, and thinking, your thoughts can be quite full, but again, they do not control you. You are not being controlled by the mind. You all have moments of being in your presence. For some, it is very short, fleeting moments. For others, You are in a period of integration, the majority of you. Especially those of you who have been following a spiritual path. There's so much to integrate. And yes, it can be very confusing. As I spoke about in my last message, in regards to all of the information and the things that are constant energetic bombardments coming from the outside world. But when you are in your presence, you don't need to block any of them out. But you do discern. You use discernment. And that is another sign to you. Something to recognize when the correct or harmonic relationship between the heart and the mind is happening and occurring. There's discernment. Discernment is not something that anyone else can give to you. It is not something that comes from the mind or from your emotions. It most certainly doesn't always fulfill the ego desires because there's often things that discernment will reveal to you that illuminates how off track the mind and the ego can get, how far from one's true self, true nature and true presence one can wander, even though you cannot abandon your presence You can wander. 
in that unconscious lack of awareness. And choose an unconscious way of acting and being and choose more and more of your thoughts to be driven by that unconscious. And this is so prevalent and, con and common in the world right now. Those who are choosing not to be conscious, aware, not to use discernment. Even those who are choosing to use their intuition and listen to the intuitive voice in the heart, which again is not the emotional voice and the emotions of the heart. The emotions are incredible vehicles that you all must use and you all must learn to master. And you've chosen to master in this lifetime. But the intuition is not an emotion. And it most certainly is not based on emotions. And the deepest core of your intuition that comes from the deepest core of your heart, the heart of your hearts, as I have described it. So it would be the heart or the essence of your intuition. Is the soul's knowing. And the divine knowing it imbibed within it. And communicated from within it. And the highest experience of this, the greatest experience of this, is discernment. There are very few teachings that can even be given about it because it can't be taught to you. And it's not the knowing of your ego. It's not the knowing of your intellect. It's not the knowing of your feelings on the emotional level. It's the knowing of your presence, the knowing of your soul. And it comes with spiritual maturity, which requires deep integration. and a deep integrated practice of the divine virtues. The divine energies that all of you 
have within you and all around you. To use as co-creators in this shared reality. To use as the co-creators they are all meant to be. You all experience moments of discernment. When you experience it, it is different, as I said, from all other kinds of knowing. It's the clearest. It's not coming from judgment. It's not coming from fear. It's not coming from distrust which many people do think that they've reached a discernment about something and it's actually their fear or their distrust that they've tuned into. And you will always be able to put this to the test yourself. By looking within yourself honestly, truly and honestly to see if what you believe you have discerned is judgmental in any way, discriminates in the negative derogatory way of discrimination. If it is from a place of distrust or if it sows distrust or if it propagates distrust. If it's from a place of fear or if it sows fear or if it spreads fear. Fear can spread like fire. Discernment is as steady and still and clear as a crystal. It comes from a grounded place of knowing. Discernment is absolutely necessary and needed. And you all have some growing amount of it. As you're growing on your personal journey, your personal spiritual path. It's not about perfection. I am always reminding you this. I am always feeling the need to remind you of this. None of the things that I'm speaking about 
have anything to do with the human idea or the human concept of perfection. It's not about being perfect or thinking perfect or acting perfect. If anything, the virtues themselves help you to understand what it is to act and be and live in your presence, growing in discernment and they themselves can be a test and a testament to your discernment. I will repeat this because it is so important. The virtues themselves can be a test and a testament of your discernment. And so they are something that you can focus on to live your best life, to be your best self, to co-create a world that has a better future for all. Which is why I have been spending as much time as I have in these transmissions speaking about them. When you are using the virtues, you're connecting, you're remembering your presence. when you're living them outwardly, you're helping to create that mature spiritual conscious awareness where discernment can grow clearer without judgment or criticism of others. This is something that all of you need to shift. Being so critical of yourselves and each other in harsh ways. In good ways, that's fine. Yes, there is constructive criticism. But that's not the criticism that I'm referring to at the moment. Constructive criticism has its role and has its place and is very valuable. But judging each other in the way in which it is not the positive form of judgment, but it becomes judgmental. Even condemning each other. Am I in any way 
saying that all things are right? No, I am not. I am saying that in order to make things right, there must be the balance. And that there is always a way. And this is why the universal laws exist. And this is why your system of laws has been created in order to try your best human attempts at making sure that responsibility and accountability and justice and fairness for all is held as one of your highest values. What I'm saying is that there is a consciousness to do it all in. That all of those things that are necessary, not to do it in the consciousness, that takes you down into a downward spiral. But to do it in a consciousness that lifts you up. And allows new life, new futures, new and improved systems and ways of being and ways of doing things to spring forth. One of my symbols, one of my oldest symbols associated with me and my role is the symbol of the scales. There's so many things that the symbol signifies. First and foremost, balance. All balance must be always restored. The law of balance will always ensure that it does. There is a universal law of balance that will ultimately always kick in. Justice and fairness and equality are all a part of that. And it is something to allow your presence to be present to. And to allow your presence to be your presence to be present to all of the universal laws. But the law of balance, especially inside yourself, because when you go to an extreme, whether it is extreme in your thoughts or extreme in your emotions, especially extremes in your emotions. It is very hard to discern from your discernment. It is very hard to discern your presence.
Discernment will always guide you to doing that which is true. Discernment will always help you to understand. That which is love. Even if it's saying no. Even if it's saying no more. Even if it's saying enough. If discernment is from love. Those words will have real power and will not be negative or produce any harmful effect. In fact, sometimes they can be the most loving things that you can say to someone when you're in your presence. Words have energy, words have power in and of themselves as vibrations. But there's also the energies that you put into them. When you create and co-create, and there are certain things you're waking up to about this but when you co-create from a place of discernment you're co-creating with the virtues and the virtue that I wish to speak about two of them actually one that some may not necessarily consider a virtue but I will put it in the category of it. And that has to do with honor. When you're in your presence and you're in your discernment and you're coming, speaking, acting, serving, doing, working, living, being, loving, from a place of discernment. You're living in honor. You are living an honorable life. And you will be known and are known when you do so as an honorable person or a person who is a person of honor. It has nothing to do with pride and pridefulness. That is a shadow expression, a shadow manifestation. For example, honor has to do with truth. 
and truthfulness. Honor is in another example, keeping your word. A very, very virtuous practice that is waning and fading in your modern day world. And I ask all of humanity, those listening to these words and those whose heart I am reaching out to and connecting to energetically, who will never hear these words. But I whisper to all of your hearts and ask all of your hearts to return to this virtue and this virtuous practice. Integrate it back into your lives if it has weakened or diminished in your lives or in your relationships in any way. And if you are practicing this practice of honor, of being true to your word, being honorable, with your word. Then I ask your hearts to inspire it in others. To let your honorable thoughts words, actions, and deeds inspire that in others. Some may say that the true virtue within honor is the virtue of respect. You cannot have honor without respect. But the reason why I am placing it on the level of a virtue and recognizing and acknowledging it as the virtue that it is, is because it is possible to have respect and to respect and be respectful and still not be fully honorable. So that means that respect is included within honor. But it is a very, very important inclusion, a very important part of it. Speaking the truth giving your word and remaining honorable to that word is respectful to others. And all of the other ways that 
You need to respect yourselves, respect each other, and restore that in your cultures today. If you want to restore trust, restoring honor and respect will go a long way in doing that. I have spoken previously in last year's transmissions about trust, the type of trust that I call unconditional trust, along with the kind that you are all familiar with that is called earned trust. In order for your hearts to be open, and in order to keep them open, trust must be something that is in your heart. And so where there is distrust and where you or someone is sowing distrust, it doesn't create protection. That is not any way of protecting yourselves. The virtues, trust being a virtue, can be used for connection. Thus, they can be used for protection. In a whole other way than what you might think of protection being. Yes, as I have described, I have described the virtues as being this infinite energetic divine energy that's there for you to co-create with. Inside, within you, and all around you, you exist and the divine energy, and the divine energy exists in you. You exist in the divine presence, and the divine presence exists within your presence. The virtues are the qualities of God, the qualities of the divine, the qualities of the infinite, of the all that is. They are not meant to be used to judge others or condemn others in any way, shape, or form. And anyone attempting to use them in that way is not using them in the light and is really, truly not tapped into, is really, truly not living from that place, that virtuous energy. 
And as far as how to draw from that infinite well that is everywhere, it's not separate from you. I use it as a analogy and a visual to give you so that some of you may find it helpful to visualize it when I speak of it as this infinite well that is all around and within. But whether you visualize it or whether you feel it, or whether you use your breath, just about every spiritual practice known to humankind in every religion in the world is designed to help you draw from the infinite virtue of the divine. To help you to live in it, to be in it, to express it, know it, co-create with. And this shared reality where you are all individual yet indivisible. You are all sacred and unique, and yet you are simultaneously one with each other. And the last virtue I will speak of before I complete this message tonight is the virtue that needs to be integrated with honor. All of them ultimately need to be integrated within all levels of your consciousness and integrated within your lives and integrated with each other and exist in an integrated way with each other. But as you are working with them, there are certain ones that are best for you to work with in combinations with each other. It is a virtue that the word itself is hardly ever used in common language, in common vernacular daily lives. That tells you how needed it must be. The fact that it doesn't even get spoken of very much. And perhaps there may be better words to use to refer to it or know it by, but the name of the virtue is prudence. And honor and prudence need to be integrated together. Prudence has nothing to do with fear. Many practice fear and fear-based choices and fear-based decisions and limitations that they put upon themselves and call that prudence. 
and thus it is often misunderstood. And there are many judgments that can come forth and someone who is not fully practicing it may be being called a prude. Those are all shadow manifestations. They are not the true virtue. The true virtue ultimately has to do with discernment. Making choices. Empowered choices. Informed choices. Illuminated choices. Educated choices that don't just come from looking at one source, one source only, or closing your mind or your hearts to looking or seeing anything else other than what you want to look at or see. Prudence requires opening our mind and opening our heart. To those things that do inform, that educate, that can help you to look from different angles and see from different visions and perspectives. The most prudent choices to make are the ones where you are able to see as clearly as possible the whole of the matter, the whole of the choice. That which is prudent is to see the whole, to be informed by as much as you can be informed so that you can See it as clearly, know it as clearly as you can. And then making your choices. Based on your discernment to the best of your ability at each given moment, now, now, and now. that which is prudent. And those who are prudent seek to know. And seek wisdom. And to make the choices based on that wisdom. It has to do with the power to choose and to choose wisely.
And it is your choice, dear ones. To choose and choose wisely. What you will do with these words that I deliver today. How you live your lives. How you treat each other. Making the world a better place, not just from your idealism, or from a mind that's only attempting to think positive thoughts, but by being who you are, being in your power and the power of your presence, listening to your discernment and the discernment of the divine spirit within your soul. Honorably, prudently, co-creating a world that you can all be proud of. the end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the blessing of this message and all the light and energy work that was disseminated with it. And the process that I use the angels gave me years ago they instructed me to always bring it back to praise at the end as well so i'm just going to do adonai elohim just by itself and ask that we all finish and bring it all full circle with returning back to just adonai elohim for a few repetitions and then we'll be complete adonai elohim adonai elohim adonai elohim adonai elohim Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. Deep inhale and exhale. Now we can fully bring ourselves up out of the meditation as I'm coming up out of the meditation. I feel my whole body is like in this like a high frequency, almost a trembling kind of state, but it's not a bad feeling. It's a, just a high vibrating feeling. <laughs> um, as is common, I have um, very strong emotions that sometimes uh, start to 
come up and start to get a little teary-eyed, which I'm also feeling right now. Um, at the very end, there was something that uh, he said that um, when he said it, I kind of had this aha moment of realization that went through it, so I'll attempt to describe that. Uh, he said, then we can all create a world that we're all proud of. And that's where pride comes in. He was explaining earlier that honor doesn't really have anything to do with with pride. Pride's more of an emotion. It's not a virtue. Um, and um, yeah, so that's kind of what kind of opened up and I could see, oh, okay. And then that's when, you know, that's where the pride, like once we're able to use those virtues, do what he just kind of summarized it all in. And, and again, he doesn't expect us to all just do this like this, right? It's like our whole spiritual journey is about these things. So there's no expectation. There's no, you know, um, it just like, okay, you got to do this. You got to do this now. There's no, uh, there's just infinite patience that the angels have with us on all this regard. Um but, uh, you know, that was just very clear moment to me that that's where that's where the pride comes in is, is taking pride in when we're when we're doing that. Right. It's like it's the pride that we get. That's the kind of the true, the good experience of pride that, that we get, um, you know, from doing that. So it's hard for me to explain. It's kind of I feel a little bit tongue tied at the moment, but um, that's the best way I can explain to kind of that aha moment I had at the end when he said those words which I also found just deeply moving and beautiful. And I felt this well of emotion around that last statement that he made. Um, let's see, lots of white light, lots of blue violet light. Um, uh, one of the most profound visuals that I had was when he was talking about um, you know, reaching and speaking to all of our hearts, whether we were hearing the words or not, like he was like literally sending his energy into the hearts of humanity and that he would be doing that, not just now, but like continuing to do that, like in a ripple kind of effect. Um, you know, and I, and I literally felt it like as a, as a whisper <laughs> uh, that he was like whispering into everyone's heart, so to speak, that, um, that appeal. And I always uh, pay very close attention to anything when the angels are making an appeal to us. Uh, it is not um, for us to take lightly. It, it is very special. Uh, it is something where they are constantly giving, 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 giving. They are constantly uh, helping, serving, um, serving our highest good, serving our well-being, uh, serving to protect us, to heal us, to, you know, all these things that they do with us. They are constantly in service. So when they ask us to do something in return, right, when they ask us to do something, there's an appeal like I, you know, I'm appealing to all of you. I always pay attention. Okay, this is something we can give back. This is something they are asking us to give back. That's special. It's unique. So that was a quite a beautiful uh, visual that went, went along with that. All right. So, um, Now's the time for questions and comments, and then we'll do the goodbye statements and all that stuff uh, next. But uh, if you do have a question from something that um, either he said or you you know experienced, um, or just a comment you want to make about uh, the, the the transmission experience you had, uh, now's the time to to use the Q and A to go ahead and type that into either the the chat box or the Q&A box there. 
So please go ahead and do so. There's um, over 500 people that are registered for the um, uh, the series here, uh, but not everybody comes on live, and I really appreciate those of you who do, uh, because it, it is very special uh, to have this uh, live connection with each other. And uh, this is also one of the special things about being live is you get to make a comment or make a question. So, um, yeah, so if you could please just uh, go ahead and put it, if you, if you could put it into the Q&A and the chat box, just go ahead and type it in there, Julie. So just uh, type it into the Q&A or type it into the chat box. I'll check both of them here. I'll go ahead and stop the recording. Maybe sometimes that helps people. So I'll go ahead and stop that.